On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. It's absolutely amazing to think that this is our 52nd episode think about that zach Kristen, matt 52nd 52 weeks in a like, year yeah think about that like like this was about a year ago we were sitting here to doing the first one together that yeah. is hard to believe is that pretty cool what it was, it was you and some other bum who yeah was <laughs> chad chad prother yeah. how do you say chad pray them chad Pratham. we love you we love you chad but it's crazy. We're here a year later, man. One year. Yeah. One year of second shot. My gosh. Yeah. Now, and, you know, and, and yeah. is is in in y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but is second shot the most successful podcast in y'all's deal? It is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's for you. I'm listeners. not ashamed to admit it. You listeners, thank y'all. <laughs> it would it would not be possible without without the fans. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. I think we're close to right over sixty thousand or so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Well, thank and y'all. the commitment. I think recently we were doing you know some kind of background research in the podcast department here, and I think they said the average podcast that gets started kind of quits after seven episodes. Yeah. yeah. So to go through all fifty two, you know, that takes dedication on your part, Heath. Oh, and I had a baby, and yeah, <laughs> and it, you happened. and me both. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah both of us. Kristen had one too. But, uh, you know, it's funny because that's one thing I learned about in podcast research and it was is all the podcasts that really shot off, it took 100 episodes. Yeah. So it goes back to what we've talked about, consistency, right. discipline. Like, there were a lot of a lot of times uh, people like Lewis Howes of School of Greatness, he had over 100 episodes on before it actually took off. And, like, he's one of the biggest, you know, he has a million downloads per episode. Yeah. Hard work, so, dedication. Long time. But he's on like episode 500 and something now. So yeah, that's true. You know, I'm doing it. So congrats to y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. Well, Shaquille, congrats to you. Wow. Shoot. Yeah, this is this is our. This so is on, my do, vision, on my vision board yeah. for this year, mm-hmm. it says podcast subscribers 150,000. That's my goal Ooh. for this year. It's a lot. It's 150,000. That means you need to share it with your friends. You know what? It go, th- this lines up perfect with our first headline it on the does. moon thing. We're talking about the lofty goal and setting for it, right? Yes. Our first headline of the 52nd episode of Second Shot. Don't miss the first super blue blood moon since 1866. In the early hours of January 31st, coming up, the moon will do something that hasn't since 1866. Super moon, blue moon, and lunar eclipse will coincide for a rare and spectacular astronomical feast. Our faithful satellite will shine big, bright, and red. A super moon, Heath. And what does it say? Wait, go. what is that one part that says it will coincide for a what? And spectacular what? It will coincide for a rare and spectacular. So like barely ever happens, feast. right? Very, since 1866, it hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. long time. Mm. It's a very long time. It's almost as long as you've been on the air. So super <laughs> super moons happen more frequently, but this is a super blue blood moon. Yeah. There's a lot so going on a, in this title. Yeah. 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 I would never be able to say all that without super screwing blue it up. Super blue blood moon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The it's moon would be buster. very big and very pretty. You It'll know be what, awesome. I, uh, you know what I, that question I hate the most? What's that? Is 
because come from the world of, of sales and 100% commission, all that. Mm-hmm. So, so what is what can I realistically expect to make? What's the average person make? Let's, I hate that question. That's what everybody wants to know. They want to understand the level of reward that their commitment requires. There is nothing to understand. It's however much you want. Right. Why does it matter? Why, why do you think that's the average? most common question? Because nobody's ever sure enough that they want. So here, here's not people don't think big enough. Mm-hmm. Quick question. Yeah. This is coming off. This is gonna come off all three of your mouths real fast. Okay. Okay. Y'all just won the franchise lottery. Okay. Yeah. You get any franchise you want given to you. One of them given to you, right? What do you choose? It's free. Subway. Debt free. Subway. McDonald's. Matt. Uh, gosh, you took the ones that I was going to say. <laughs> say one of them. It's fine. We'll use one of them. Uh, That's what you I'll want. I'll say the Cowboys. How about that? Ooh. Matt, you're <laughs> the man. Let me tell you. Let me explain something to you. My wife asked me that question, and I first said, immediately, I was like, oh, NFL franchise. She's like, you would say that. You immediately went to the biggest damn franchise in the world. I go, well, you said I'll get it for free. Yeah. Why are you picking McDonald's when you pick NFL franchise? Because I'm a small Matt, thinker. Matt, you're the man. <laughs> you yeah, but so everybody I asked, I'll tell nobody you, I, said anything. I pick Subway like because they have the most stores per any fast food chain. You know, in Subway America. sandwiches are pretty. But good. why do you want that if you get one for free? Why do you want more competition? No, because no, no, I own get, the most. Oh no, no, you get to get one of them. Like, right. you got to get one Subway store for free. Oh, no. I thought you meant what no, franchise no, do no. I get to own. That's why I was I, like, I want the one oh, that owns the most. Oh, that, okay. You know what? You went big, too, then. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Pound it, Kristen. I'll, I'll be honest. I panicked and don't really know what the word franchise means. So <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. McDonald's, that one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's fine. But here, here's the thing is it's going bigger. Like, that's where I'm challenging myself and I want to challenge people around me is, is go bigger. Think that, you know, give yourself permission to be rare. Mm-hmm. We don't, you don't let your, you don't give yourself permission to be rare. Mm. You question yourself. You second think yourself. You second guess it. You let other people, you know, it was like I talked about in that speech and I talked about, you know, who's sitting at your table. Look at who's at your table and are they only bringing a fork. And it comes back to when people are telling you uh, what you should or shouldn't do. Do you want to be like them? And if you don't, then don't listen to them. Most of the time you let somebody in your ear that you don't want to be like, but yet you listen to their advice. Give yourself permission to be rare. It really is as simple as you saying, I mean, I look back at my vision boards. My first vision board had a twin piston plane. Mm-hmm. My second one had a small light jet. My third one has a golf stream on it. And, and I'm trying to get myself to think bigger, to think that I can be worth a billion dollars one day. Like I have that bandwidth to do and I had not. Do you feel like that vision board works for you? Love it. I wanted to go to a vision board workshop, and I want someone yeah. See, to come look, with me, and no, no one would come. No, no. Again, do you know what you're doing right there? What? You know what a vision board is? Yeah. Cutting it out of something, <laughs> pasting it down that you want. I know, but I thought you it would go be to fun. No workshop. I thought it would be fun to yeah. like go and do it with do some wine and wine. And, yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> no, but I get what you're getting at. It's like you couldn't find somebody to go, and that was like your that brain's stopped reason you. to not go. Yeah, instead of you just sitting just at home and making one. Sat at home and made one. Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Yeah. But what I like about it is we, Jenny and I do them every New Year's, and we got them hanging in our laundry room. Uh-huh. So we pass by them all the time, and, and there'll be a lot of times you just walk by and look at it. And it's, that visualization means a lot. It really does. And and I, I just— I like that you do it as, like, a couple's craft activity. My husband would never do that Not a vision me. board guy, huh? Never. Right. Well, you know what really it does is is we, we talk about what each other are wanting to do. Yeah. Like, what our dreams are going to be that year. And, go, mm-hmm. like, and it's helpful to know what to help encourage— yeah. With your spouse and not yeah. instead of, so it's kind of a fun way to do it, you yeah, know, more yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I look at it all and there's too many people 
that want to want to know what the bar is before setting their 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 limit. You know, so like when people go, well, what's the average person make? Are you average? Well, no, I think I'm above average. And why does it matter what the average person make? Do you want to know what the top person makes? Mm-hmm. Like, who do you want to be? Yeah. Like, that's my thing is, is don't. Why wait for somebody to give you a bar in order to then figure out what you can do? Mm-hmm. What if the world's crazy? Pick what you want. Yeah. Like, that's my thing is don't set, don't let somebody set your bar. Yeah. And then uh, get the parameters right well, and get it. Give yourself permission to be rare. Do you think they do it out of fear, though? Because they're like, well, if the average person is making 70 and I'm only making 50, then I'm doing a bad job. So it's a gauge for them as well. Well, it can be. But that's what I'm saying is, is, is let yourself be the gauge for yourself. If 50 grand is is what you want and is great for you, mm-hmm. you need to be happy with that. And mm-hmm. you will be. But but if you know that everybody else is at 80, then all of a sudden you're unhappy. When you were grateful, which, so it works both ways. I'm not saying just because you want to make a ton, but like, like set your own happiness. Mm-hmm. Let yourself be rare within, like, don't have the insecurities around what everybody else is thinking, doing. Give yourself permission to be rare. You're not letting yourself be something special because you're thinking everything's got to be put together or it doesn't happen often. Who says I'm going to be the lucky one to, to get... You're you're not going to unless you start giving yourself permission to be rare, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 that it starts with it really does start with something as simple, is honest to God believing. You know what? I can be rare. Yeah. I can be that. I can be that. You sure. know, like 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 Zach, you could be the Howard Stern in radio in twenty years. Like they think about you the same way as Howard Stern's a god in radio, yeah. right? Sure. Like Why you, not? you you give yourself permission to be that rare. Yeah. Why not? Why not you? I have, a, I have a counterpoint to this, but we don't have enough time to talk about it, and I want you to explain why I'm wrong. So maybe in the third segment we so can So remember to that, and we're yeah, going to do we'll the third segment. This. All right, yeah. perfect. This will be good. Perfect. So coming back in a minute for the second segment of Second Shot. So I guess you're just... He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Keith Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com. Dot com promo code second shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second shot is back for another round on RNCN. So since we were talking trash about you the other week, I wonder if the listeners can tell a difference in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't probably not. I think it's subtle, but when it happened. Um, my husband, you know, that first day when I got home, he was like, who are you? <laughs> he was like giving me like the worst looks. And so, he's like, so it got him really good. Well, like, he, he said he said it sounds like sexier. He's like, oh. it's deeper. It's raspier. Oh, uh, but he, he well, just look, kept that's giving, what Matt, hey, as long as it's sexier <laughs> to the husband, that's all that matters. Yeah, right? he just kept giving me weird looks, though, because he's like <laughs> every time I would open my mouth, he's like, who is that? Because, you know, he hears my voice most frequently out of anybody. If so. you think Kristen's voice is sexier, email us at secondshotcast at <laughs> well, gmail.com. You mem- well, remember, I, had, I told you all that when 
when we first started recording that it yeah. wasn't too long after I had one of my friends email, text me and go, is Kristen hot? Right. Because, like, she sounds hot. <laughs> What's the score? Yeah. yeah. There's something about... Does yeah. it correlate to how you look and yeah. the way your voice it sounds? It wouldn't be second shot without <laughs> Kristen Mary. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I said, I said she's seven months pregnant right now. I yeah, said, so it's exactly. Very, like, I, like, like, it's, um, it's kind Subjective. of one of those that I can't be like, I don't know, there's just, it's like a... I don't know you. It's like you can't say that pregnant woman's almost right. hot because it's like a disrespectful. She's almost. glowing. She's it's like glowing. She, it's like it's because it's disrespect. I don't know. It just feel like there's something folks. about you. You just, res- I don't know. I, I'm weird. I'm <laughs> You're weird. like here's a picture. We think what you want. We'll yeah. let it slide. Yeah. We'll let it slide. <laughs> right. This next one I like personally. This is yes. Pilot lands plane on Costa Mesa freeway. Quote: I saw an opening on the highway, and I went for it. I love this. This was out in California. This is a pilot. Who's piloting a small plane? He made an emergency landing on the 55 freeway in Costa Mesa on Sunday evening after its engine failed and powerful winds prevented the pilot from getting to the nearest airport. Heath, you found this headline. What do you got out of this? Well, being a pilot, you know, this is like one of your worst nightmares. Yeah. You know, all and and well, as a pilot, this is one of your worst nightmares and the most thrilling. Because it's the macho thing that if it goes out, like I want to save the I, day. Like that guy's going to be bragging to all of his pilot friends forever that engine went out and look what I did. I landed without a flaw. He landed in that highway. It never even, like, and he even got it pulled off to the exit ramp for people. <laughs> it's so perfect. He's in the shoulder. Yeah, like literally on the shoulder and, and did not hit anything, no collisions whatsoever, uh-huh. the you whole get, nine yards. You get that sully kind of respect. Yeah, yeah, you do. Okay. Absolutely. So. Which is also what kills a lot of pilots is the macho-ness mm-hmm. because they go for things that they shouldn't to think they're really good, right? But this guy, actually, it's, he wasn't trying to be macho. He was smart. I mean, the, the engine went out, and, and the headwinds were on, so he called for emergency landing. And he did everything perfect, um, and they were going to go try, try to make it to the airport. And he did a quick calculation in his head thinking the headwinds are, are so strong because he was prepared. He knew what the headwinds were that he goes, I don't think I'll make it to the runway. Mm-hmm. And he looked down and saw on the freeway, there was a big opening. He said, I'm going for it. And didn't even, didn't, <laughs> didn't do anything else. and just went and landed on the freeway. I love it. Perfectly. Yeah. And with, you know, as a pilot, you know, this is one of the biggest things. If you ever have a pilot that, if, if you have a attitude or a, a deal about yourself where under pressure, you, you don't do well, mm-hmm. don't, Try to be a pilot. <laughs> okay. If you panic under pressure, it's every not second for you. is pivotal, right? Like he he had no time to reflect on his decision. Right. It was I'm going for it, or well, you know what? But but actually, th- that is it's almost the opposite. That's where people panic is when they think I ain't got no time, I ain't got no time. You really do. Stop for a minute, know your checklist. That's uh, so um, in, in in piloting when when you're a pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when they first come out one of the new planes and it. it took off back in the 60s or 70s, big Boeing deal, and, and then it was one of the most experienced pilots, and it crashed. And this is when they started coming, and they found, found out he just forgot to take the – the most simple thing is he didn't let trim down, which is crazy because that's simple. Mm-hmm. That's when they started coming out with the checklist. Right. Because as a pilot, you have a basic checklist. Step one, check fuel. Step two, mm-hmm. check fuse. Like, it's the most – Oh, yeah. It's very Redundant, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But you have to do it every time because – you will forget simple yeah. little things as you get in routine. So part of it is Polly is realizing when it does happen, you do have time because you may not have time to make it to that airport, but you have time to find something else. Take, take your time because the first thing is just trying to restart the engine. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, sometimes you can just restart the engine. Yeah. And some people freak out and just go, I got to get it down because I don't have time. But you're, you're 7,000 feet in the air. 
and you're in a small plane that glides for a long time, you got a lot of time. Man, I'd be a terrible pilot. Try, try the things. <laughs> so what I like is how calm under pressure. Mm-hmm. Like how many times do we get worried? Like things are piling on top of us and we let anxiety get the best of us, right? We're spinning too many plates. Yes. Yeah. And, and what happens is, is you let that funk go out through the rest of your, your life. It, it goes home with you. Mm-hmm. It, it's at work with you. Because you're anticipating, like like with me right now, I've got all these projects that are like about to start. Yeah. And I, I was catching myself about to start getting anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. And then like I, I finally made myself get back to my, my meditation this week to where I'm getting up and I download, got my Headspace app back going and, and, and doing the restlessness, little, uh, about a 10-day restlessness one because I know I'm getting restless with mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to combat that before it gets bad. So, yeah. But it's part of understanding that, knowing it, and yeah. calming yourself down. So, you know, we do that all the time. We we get we get anxiety and we let it overcome us, and everything spins out of control. It only gets worse. Mm-hmm. It only gets worse. Right. And and if you're going to be a pilot, you better not let that happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? It can only get so worse. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you. It's like it's like taking a second to not to just calm down. And think about what you know. Think about your checklist. Think about your things. Mm-hmm. Um, letting the things come off of you and, and going, look, one step at a time. At the end of the day, if these three people are waiting and you're stressing out going, I got to get them all in, but I got this to do. Mm-hmm. The world's not coming to an end. So it sounds like you've kind of put together your own sort of checklist yep. because you've thought about it and you're like, OK, I, I know I need to do my meditation today because this is happening and I need to go to bed at this time. So, like, what are those things for you? Well, I don't really have. Here's what I have is that my daily routine is what I had. Mm-hmm. So then when I had my daughter last year, it's not an excuse. Yeah, it's 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 what happened. But it was is I failed. I failed. Yeah, because I let me having a daughter throw me off of some of the simple things. So. I used to get up every morning and do my meditation. That used to that 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 fifteen twenty minutes of clarity mm-hmm. of quietness mm-hmm. helps you just realize what you got to accomplish and whatnot. And I and then I don't let I don't um, like when I check emails and if I'm kind of in a hurry, I'll check through them and stuff. I need to really pay attention to. I red flag them, save them, mm-hmm. and I go through the other stuff because I can clear out ninety percent of it that I don't even got to respond to. But yeah. you'll have like a hundred emails there, and it. You know, you have anxiety. Yeah, yeah. When if you just go attack them real quick, half of the crap you don't have to respond to. The ones you do, just mark it, mm-hmm. and then come back to it later when you got time. And you don't, then you only really have five things, and it yeah, it, it I lessens, do the same thing for my it email. lessens your anxiety in a big way. Um, but but one of the things that helped me is when I, I started doing the meditation. I know mm-hmm. meditation is a weird, like it's got a weird feel around it. But yeah. it, honestly, it's just purely sitting in quiet time to just think simply about what you do. And there's a Headspace app. That I, mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you, everybody, if you would download the Headspace app and do it a little bit every morning, it's just being quiet with yourself. It makes a massive difference. That helped me in a big way. And I got off of that routine this last year. Mm-hmm. And I have finally gotten back to it. And as I was feeling all this anxiety piling on me yeah, with what's going, you know, all these things about to go, I was like, I got to do it. I got to finally make myself do it because I've been slacking and started doing it. And man, I just feel so much better. And what is the name of that? Headspace? Headspace. I got to check that I've out. I've heard of it yeah. before. Yeah. Yep. I haven't heard of it. Yep. Headspace is great. They'll do a couple of deals um, and they walk you through all of it. It's an app on your phone. Yeah. And, and again, it's not weird. I know a lot of people are that meditation. Well, it's just the yeah. word. All yeah. it is, is setting quiet within yourself and just letting yourself think and be with yourself. It's really nothing. I, I get out of my bed. I sit in front of my bed in the morning and put a pillow up against the back of the bed and sit comfortable. And I turn it on and do it. 
before mm-hmm. anything gets going in the day. Like five minutes, right? With 10 minutes, or you can go all the way up 30 minutes, but I do 10 minutes. 10's plenty. Yeah. 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 So headspace, try to get in with yourself, and then that's, work on that to help yourself stay calm under pressure. Being calm under pressure will help you in a lot of ways, not just um, business life, but in your personal life. If things are getting heated at home, being calm in that minute, and, and, and stepping back and taking a second to kind of go through a mental checklist of stay calm, be calm, let's not escalate this, can mm-hmm. make a massive difference. So all in all, just staying calm under pressure is huge. So um, we'll be back here in a minute for another segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success written by none other than myself. Thank you, love you, and go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. All right, we're going to be back here in the third segment. We got a we got a listener email that we want to kind of uh, bring up today. Yeah, and, an old fan favorite. She's been yeah. around for a while. Yeah. She has been. She has been. She, she's uh, emailed in before. And um, uh, it's, uh, it says, hey, guys, just want to say how much I love the show so much, especially the third segment talking about investments and how it works and how to get started. She said, unfortunately, didn't do a thing in her 20s, now learning in her 30s. I'll probably listen multiple times, make notes because it was helpful. Can't hardly wait for the next episode uh, from the next podcast to gain knowledge and sincerely love listening. Keep up the fantastic work from Deidre. Thank you, Deidre. And Deidre, here's the thing is if you're digging in your investment stuff, be well, you know, always feel free to shoot us an email with if you're looking at something and just want to um, see if uh, you want our advice on anything, then love to give you any advice and whatnot. I mean, obviously, I, I'm not a financial planner, but if it's with some of that, I, if I don't, if I can't help you, then I'll for sure say that ain't my expertise. Uh, but if it is, then I can maybe just help guide you in the right direction from somebody who's not going to, you know, trying to make any money on you just to help you in general you know thanks for the email Deidre so here's what I wanted to get to from our first segment the segment one we were talking about letting yourself be rare let yourself be special you know mm-hmm. let yourself be somebody different and here's here's what I'm gonna do Heath I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of pitch this ball and I'm hoping you can hit it back so let's okay. just see how it goes what if, what about this mentality I think everybody's the hero of their own story. I yep. think everybody has this idea in their head that you are the star of your own movie, that everything will work out for you someday. Truman that eventually, Show. The Truman Show. <laughs> yeah. That like, yeah, right now you're not doing so hot, but like you're destined for greatness. One day it'll happen. Everybody gets this kind of worked in their head sometimes, I think. And when you say something that'll let yourself be rare, I think that might tell people to dig into that a little bit. Just believe that for a minute. Do you think there's any benefit... And maybe stepping back and saying, maybe I'm not that special. Maybe I'm just normal and I have to work harder to become that. It's not just going to happen one day. I have to be that person that I want to be and I'll get it. I can't just sit back and let life come at me. I have to go at life. What, what do you think? So, so I, help me understand. I, I don't think I'm understanding what you're asking fully. Yeah. Are you saying that um, 
are you asking a question as if some people are just meant not to be and like it's okay with that or rephrase that again how kind you... of yeah the question is you you said let yourself be rare let yes. yourself be special yes what if what if what if i'm not special okay what if i'm just normal what if i'm just some normal average joe well and then it would go to this is do you the the here's the problem with problem there's no problem with being normal yeah at all the problem is is that when you want to be something beyond normal but you think you're normal so so it's here's like, what don't ha- settle for mediocrity. Well, if you don't want to be, it's right. okay. Well, so well, here's the thing is, if you want to be normal, yeah. if it that's doesn't okay. make you happy. If that makes you happy and fulfills you, right. that's what I want. That's being rare. You know what? That's being rare because you know you're normal and you want to be normal and you own it. Gotcha. Okay? But you're grateful for being normal, so you're a fulfilled life. Mm-hmm. The difference is is that when you're normal, but yet you you don't want to be normal, but then you don't want to do anything to make yourself believe you can be rare. So then you're living in this 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 uh, is dichotomy a word? Yeah, dichotomy. Okay. dichotomy. That's yeah, a word. See, look, I, well, I, I, <laughs> I got words. Yeah. I can make, I can do you know, words. Is that is whenever you are you're in a spot that you don't want to be in, but yet you don't believe you're worth it. I think you, I have you a don't good believe example. you're worthy yeah. to be there, but yet you're ungrateful with it. So. I say if you're normal mm-hmm. and you're okay with being normal, then you're rare because you're owning it and you're fulfilled and you're happy. And that's great. You're and rare in rare. your own yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so I think I've got a yeah. good example to kind of lay this out. Sure. So so there was this kid and we always talk about like going to college, you know, like it's it's great to go to college and get a degree. Well, this kid was like, I don't want to go to college because I want to be a park ranger. And it's like. Yeah, maybe some people should go be park rangers. There's not a lot of people applying to be park rangers. And sometimes you need like, you know, and that that's like I'm not, you know, going for the highest goal. I'm not I don't need a four year degree. I just want to be a great park ranger. You're you're not settling for mediocrity. You have your own path and maybe that's more of a normal path. But you're rare in the fact that, you know, you're a park ranger instead of like a, someone with a business degree. Well, and you're, but, and you're but, happy right? doing it. Yeah. And but, it, but again, that's not mediocrity to me because here's yeah. the things. Look, here, here's what uh, average is. Mm-hmm. When what you're doing, you're not fulfilled, but yet you're doing nothing to get better than it. Whatever that is. Right. Mm-hmm. That's average. Average person hates what they do and is doing nothing to get better at it. Whether it is janitor, whether it is multi-multi-billionaire. Mm-hmm. Average is doing nothing to be to be happier, to be more fulfilled. That's the average person. So if it's park ranger, that's your goal and your achievement. You're living it. You're above. You're rare. Because you know what you did is you didn't just settle for doing what the world wanted you to do, thinking mm-hmm. what success. You, you fulfilled you. Okay? So my thing is, is if you were somebody in a situation where you're not fulfilled, you're not feeling that extra, but you're doing nothing to get it better, that's your your below average. Right. I don't care what your job is. So it's personal fulfillment. Yeah, I gotcha. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Yeah, yeah thank you for clarifying this for me. Be- I can't believe I didn't get it the first time. Well, being being rare is finding joy and gratefulness in things that, that you do. And that that's what people don't understand. And and I, I had that problem. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always struggled with because I wanted, like, my, my priorities changed. And I've evolved in that. And I'm grateful that I evolved in that. And I get, I get ungrateful at times trying to go for wanting more. And I'll start wanting more so much that I become unappreciative 
for the things I have. And so it's a, it's a constant battle I have to wage with myself. Doing this podcast mm-hmm. and having the people I've got sitting at my table is what helps keep me grounded in those. You know, I've got a wife that helps keep me grounded in that. I've got, I've got good people around me that keep me around that. And that's what you've got to do is there's nothing wrong with being you. You just have to love you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like you don't give – a lot of times people don't give themselves permission to be them. Yeah. You know, like give your, you know, and, and the way you start having more confidence is when you keep your own words to yourself. Yeah. Keep words, keep your promise to yourself. Keep your promise. If you say you're going to, you know, if you say you're going to go to the networking mm-hmm. events, go to them. Go. Keep your own promises. Yeah. Um, and Zach actually came. Made Zach. I made him promise on air. I to did. come. Because I was, I, I got to speak at the DJCC Past week, and that was fun. It was a yeah. good group. I mean, it was a pretty good time. It was a good group. time, which, by the way, for anybody, I'm sure anybody, any listeners would, but if you ever get the chance to see Heath Oaks speak, you should absolutely go. Chris, oh, it's a shame you, you weren't there. Yeah, same with Matt. Yeah, what, it was, what, a good time. was that what you expect? Like, because see, you're somebody for a year now yeah. who has sat with me in um, <laughs> at least, you know, what, 35, 30 hours or so? Yeah. Just talking. Gotta be, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, if there's anybody not going to go, like, you've heard it all almost, <laughs> that. Was it different or what did it was like, different? List to yeah, speak? it was not. It was uh, yeah. I was. Frankly, I imagine I was a it little, would be different. Yeah. I was expecting like okay, these are going to be things I've heard on Second Shot before. No, no, oh, it was really? genuinely. Like, I mean, it's 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 in a similar vein. It's got the same kind of heart and spirit you bring to this show, but it was a different message. It wasn't just like oh that was that happened on episode thirty six. And I remember yeah. that from episode forty eight. No, like it was genuinely different stuff. We should cool. probably tackle those on this show. At some yeah, point. probably should actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never thought about it. I don't know if I, I don't, I didn't know why I wouldn't think about bringing them into this. What was but, the yeah. title of your speech again? It's just basically a mind, just changing some mind. Like, well, I, I just thought it was four things that I thought were crucial for, yeah. for my evol- me four, evolving, me changing over ten years. Four battles he faced from twenty to thirty. Yeah, okay. four, four things you overcame to be who you are. Today. And it took ten years for those four. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the funny thing is, is uh, what did you think about my uh, about the uh, when I kicked it off? I, I thought it was kind of this was Jenny helped me with this one, but I I had a book and I said what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give away a book to somebody. And what I'm gonna do yep. is um, I'm known I make up words. When I don't know words, I make them up. So I'll, I'll make <laughs> I'll say stuff that really don't make that like there it's not a word, but I say it and, uh-huh. and you know what it means. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is at the end of the speech. Um, Whoever, you know, if you hear me make up a word or say something that's not the right word or something, write it down and then whoever gets them gets free books. Uh-huh. So, like, it kind of <laughs> just lets it, that way, when you own that, then yeah. they don't think, then whenever I make up a word, they're like, this dude's stupid. Yeah. They don't say that then because then I've already owned it. And then. You can't make fun of me if I own it. Yeah, and maybe you've got more attentive listeners also because they're listening for those words. Yeah, <laughs> you know what was a bummer? Like 30, 31 hours I've got on record, like, hanging out, sitting with you, talking, yeah. learning from the, from you. And there were people in that room who beat me. I was taking notes. I was like taking down. Okay, here's a word he said wrong. Yeah. Oh, Waller knew that was <laughs> Waller. Yeah. Waller. I was nope. waiting for that people, one. People totally had me beat. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. I thought that was kind of that was like my wife's. That was my wife's idea. I gave, That's fine. Give her yeah. the it's a good one. Yeah. But I thought it was kind of cool. A cool way to, to do it because I've always got on that because I will just make up stuff. It was a solid entry. Got people involved. People yeah. listening. Yeah. 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 I loved it. I thought it was a good time. And 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 I love you guys. This is awesome. This is our 52nd. This is crazy. Like I I, I, I mean know. a year into it. And we've got some really good listeners, and I'm, you know, I, we've got to get some, we got to get creative with some cool stuff coming up. Uh, I was trying to think of doing something pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, on and, and you know, all the listeners, pay attention. Coming up, that to doing a, a contest still with our listeners to where we invite one or two to come be on the show oh, and do, wow. do episodes really? with That'd us. That'd be awesome. Yeah. 
That'd be really cool. Uh, get them to come in and do do an episode with yeah, us. Yeah, be a lot yeah. of fun. If they or you know, and if and if they don't want to travel in, then we can you know kind of yeah. mic them in or something. We like, could do like advice in practice. Yeah, yeah wouldn't that be kind of yeah. cool? Yeah. yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a lot wrap of fun. it around. Solve some, a problem. How many on the people spot. are yeah. sharing the episodes and stuff? Maybe, <laughs> you know, yeah, they're gonna get here and be like, yeah. "Oh wow, this is it. This is the show." <laughs> yeah. Well, we're moving to the hey, new we're, studio. We're moving we are to moving. The new studio. We are moving and shaking. Yeah. The yeah. next time you hear an episode of Second Shot, we'll be in a, in a new place. Yeah. yeah. We so will. Um, appreciate you guys coming on. Appreciate you guys sticking with. You. Appreciate all you listeners for listening to me for a year. Probably the first half kept in with Chad because he's got much refined voice, but you stuck around. Since he's been Who? gone, we've continued <laughs> to rise. So, um, and and we're, we're gonna have Chad come on for for we another should. episode or two soon. We, we will. Should, yeah, uh, we should have him, man, for a big one, like seventy five. Yeah, yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, something absolutely. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys. I love y'all, and I appreciate everything that y'all have done. I appreciate all of the listeners. I appreciate all of it. It's been a fun ride. I. Um, and it's not over. It's not over, no. but it's been like the first year. It's just cool. Yeah. So maybe we'll get some second shot merchandise and stuff. There you go. Okay. I would totally rock a second shot yeah. tee. Okay. I will so wear that. I want a hat. All right. Yeah. 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 A cool. hat. I dig it. Yeah. All right. Shoot. Well, Ed Heath Oaks or Ed Ignorance on Fire, second shot cast at gmail.com. Leave a rating review. Share this. Look, if you listen to the episode, press the little three dots next to it. Share episode on Facebook. It's pretty simple. Okay. <laughs> Rate right. it. Review it. Yes. Tell I, us what you think. I love y'all. See y'all next time.